Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Gosh. Sorry. <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> Sorry about that. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Redundant, the totally original Green Day. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. That's not right. Presents <laughs> Ruby Room, the mm-hmm. long overdue Foxborough Hot Tubs podcast. Right? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah. We are, of course, Redundant, uh, the totally original Green Day podcast. And, and we love talking Green Day. We love talking all sorts of silly shit from God's favorite band. But mm-hmm. once in a while, we got to shake it up. We do got to look at some of these uh, side mm-hmm. projects. Mm-hmm. And one of them, of course, would be the Foxborough Hot Tubs. Therefore, we got to bring you Ruby Room, the long overdue Foxborough Hot Tubs podcast. Mm-hmm. God's only uh, uh, second favorite band, probably. That's right, God's second favorite band. Yeah. Oh, should should have done that in the title. Oh well. <laughs> Cross for me here, of course, is my co-host uh, in crime and music and passion. Uh, this Colin Brady, how you doing? Howdy there. I'm uh, I'm doing all right. You know, having a very pleasant morning. And uh, excellent. I'd be remiss if I were not to introduce my wonderful, beautiful co-host, uh, Christopher Brady Denton. How are you, Chris? Hello, sir. I'm doing quite well. Yeah, sipping my tea on a on a nice mm-hmm. Sunday morning. You know what could be wrong? Uh, talking about a really fun album. Something I joy about the modern age that we live in, Colin. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, is you know, people talk about the dangers of technology, but I, you know, I think it's sometimes we need to appreciate the marvels of True. technology. Absolutely. Right. And and yeah. for instance, you know, the the high crisp audio fidelity that you get when you listen to any single one of our podcasts. <laughs> You know, some some I, more I so than others. I'll I'll admit, you know, and maybe it's best for you, yes, to be the one admitting that. Um, yeah, but, I feel I feel but, guilty for sure. No, no, no. But but that's what's amazing. I think the other thing besides the crisp, high fidelity, just uh, almost you know like Lucasfilm level punch in the face audio that we have, we can be appearing to sit together in a conversation, but actually be halfway across the world from one yeah, another. Yeah, well, maybe not it, world, it, but yeah, yeah. I'd say uh, we could be galaxies apart, it doesn't matter. This podcast would be firing on all cylinders. True, uh, That's true. short for cylinders. Leads me to ask, begs me to ask, Colin, how are things in Seattle? Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Chris. Things are things are going great. I, uh, You know, I just signed up for Rover, that, that app where you can sort of like board people's dogs or take them on walks and stuff like that so i've got oh is that it's like uh they hire you to go walk their dogs yeah exactly yeah oh, okay. like a, i don't know airbnb for dogs or something oh, okay uh, yeah anyway so i've got this awesome chocolate lab here today which is just the sweetest thing and like i had a golden doodle the other day and man dude it's been great having dogs around i forgot how wonderful it was that's the way so you get to take them home with you yeah, yeah, literally, like, I had one dog for, like, five days, and then this one I think I'm going to have for something like that, too. Um, Jeez, is there, I mean, are there background checks? Like, I, I don't know <laughs> if I'd feel comfortable randomly leaving my dog uh, with you to take home. You know, home. everyone everyone I've told told this about has asked that exact same question. There is a background yeah. check. I don't know how thorough it is because it happened really quickly. Like, usually I feel like they should take a few days, you know? Yeah, is, is it the questionnaire uh, just one question? Well, they don't. They don't ask you any like, questions. Have you ever fucked a dog? <laughs> oh fuck, Jesus! No. Okay. All right. Oh man. You can take the dog. <laughs> um, yeah, it should be easy to pass that background check. Yeah, yeah. No, it should be. Yeah. Yes, well, I guess it's, it's like great. it's not daycare, right? It's dog care. It's dog care. It could yeah, be daycare. That, I think. I, I mean, I I get that. I understand that they're their babies and they want them looked after, but uh. <laughs> yeah, I think the background check's a little different if it was for uh, if you're looking after. If kids. it was for kids, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that'd be a bit more thorough, I'd imagine. Yeah, uh, I don't want to. I don't even get into that questionnaire. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, Chris, Chris, I'm sorry. Enough about me. Um, what What have you been going up to this uh, this last week? Well, actually, I went to a uh, a concert down in San Diego. Actually, we we drove all the way down because uh, oh, cool, it was cool. cheaper. We saw Angel Olsen. She's great. Oh, um, that is awesome! But, I love. Yeah, her yeah, music. that was. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. It's a Green Day podcast. We're not here, for, <laughs> but um, she was great. Genuinely, yeah, she's yeah. awesome. 
but did she but play a lot, I, a lot, a lot of her older songs who cares, or mostly who, who, new who stuff? Cares, who cares? Oh come who on! Okay, um, okay. So I experienced there something that I experience often. I think you all know. I've I've come out to y'all. I've I've told you all multiple times. I'm a Green Day fan. That yeah. that that's my burden to bear. I own it. I carry that cross. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something I haven't really talked about because it's it's a not a visual medium. Uh, this is all audio. But I I am a very tall person. I'm I'm six foot four. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a tall person, and concerts for that reason can be really uncomfortable for me when there's only standing room. What? But you get to see like a way better view than everyone else. I want to be close, but I am always blocking someone. Oh, so you just feel guilty, basically. Similar at any show. If I want to stand up and dance or do whatever, like I'm going to ruin someone's show. So like, oh. I'm always so self conscious of wow. of my height, and it well, that's really. Sweet. L- that's sweet of and you to is, be concerned, though. It's, it is sweet of me to be concerned, but <laughs> that's it, it is rude of others to tell it to my face. Because mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. concert, I was standing respectfully in the back. Like I wasn't completely in the back. I was, yeah, you know, yeah. I had slowly made my way up. This girl came up in front of me, like halfway through the show, and was going, "Oh my god, you are so tall!" Oh, in a bad, you're and so she's saying that in a bad tall. way, like right behind me. And God. it's like a general admission. You can walk around. You yeah, can just, yeah, you don't on. have to. And and she just kept saying it in the, as the song was going on. And I turned around to her and I just tried to be pleasant. I said, oh, what would you have me do? Shrink? And <laughs> and I turned around and I thought that was the nicest way to deal with it. But yeah, it was also like, shut, shut up because you're ruining yeah. the show for every, not just for me, for everyone. You're being loud. Oh, it was loud enough that everyone could hear it? It was, oh, and that's going to play in in a second oh boy i saw and then i turned back around i said hey, what would you have me do shrink turn back around and then she goes oh god well i geez you don't need to snap at me i was just making observations god this guy he's like he's so tall and then he's like you know trying to like snap it and then the girl who was uh behind me on the other side who i want to point out was even shorter than the girl yeah who was complaining who'd yeah. been next to me the whole show she went why don't you just shut the fuck up? You're just oh complaining. You're ruining the whole show. He's tall. He can't control that. You know that, okay? It's general admission. I walked up. I saw how tall he was. I, I got behind him. I can still see. I'm not complaining. So you oh just want to be God. negative. Why don't you just shut up because you're ruining it for everyone? Oh, saying what you, un- what you couldn't do, you know? That is so exactly. wonderful. That is so Something sweet. only a short person could do. That is a beautiful thing to hear. Sometimes strangers she really come through for you. Loaded on her. That's fantastic. And the girl didn't even know what to do. She was like, "Oh, oh you God. just, oh, you're just being aggressive." And then she walked away. Oh, but, God. Oh my God. Oh. Well, at least it turned out sort of satisfying. You know that that is kind of. A good I, way to I also it. felt like I don't. I didn't need you to do that. But at the same time, <laughs> I was so glad she did. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, so I was gonna say that's just that's you know that's a sh- short one little tale of the mm-hmm. the burdens of being tall at heart and, oh, uh, and yeah. actuality. Yeah, airplanes. Um, I'm sure high up on that list and all that stuff, doorways. all the normal stuff. <laughs> roller coasters are more dangerous, but oh, really yeah. the the where I experience it the most is actually at concerts. It's that's the that is most frequently where I feel uncomfortable yeah. by being such a tall humongo freakazoid. <laughs> I just want to add one one tiny little tidbit, and oh, it's not super important, but I just think it's hilarious that within our family, um, this is for the listeners, within our family, Chris is known as Lil Chris, and has been That's right. forever, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he has now become, I'm pretty sure, the tallest member of the family, I think. Yes, your like, father is my the, dad. Yeah. the first Chris, and I am the... Yeah. Um, the second Chris, so therefore I was little Chris, but uh, yeah, I, yes, but I think, I think biology has uh, made Chris. a fool of us all. Yes, yes. Anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a funny. Tip. It is. It's and and, uh, and this holiday season, I'm looking forward to more of it. Oh yeah, as always. <laughs> a shame always. joke. <laughs> In any case, this isn't the freakazoid tall boy mm-hmm. Hagrid expose. This is Ruby Room, the totally long overdue Foxborough Hot Tubs podcast of God's second favorite band. But once in a while, it's still important to check in with our GD guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't you agree? Always a positive, yep. And you got to kind of check in. Uh, a few things hitting the fan. Uh, of course, this is Green Day News. All right. So first up here, we've got um, an article about Billy Joe talking to Rolling Stone magazine about the American Music Awards. And, That's right. Yeah. So yeah, just a little snippet that I thought was kind of interesting because he kind of talks about the new material. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and it's interesting to hear what he says. Um, he sort of compared his uh, his new high range, high register, whatever he's been using, to. I woke up with a baby <laughs> Wow, that was pretty good. Nice. Um, oh, <laughs> he said he was inspired by uh, Prince, actually Prince's falsetto, which I thought. Was yeah, really he's been cool. really he's been talking about like he was really into like soul and funk and right, kind of R and B and Motown. Like a yeah. lot for for this album, so it's mm-hmm. it's I, and, it, and so that's very cool to see that even his voice he's t- like he's looking at to Prince who's yeah. a pioneer yeah. in a lot of those genres yeah. uh, for that which which sounds really good like I'd love to hear you know Soul Green Day but I, that is just not the vibe that I've picked up so far no so maybe it is a maybe lot, now it's that a I've lot more Motown that. rock mm-hmm. uh, maybe I'll think yeah. more about that next time I'm listening to it but I I saw this quote from the Rolling Stone little piece there that I thought was very interesting he, he's talking about the recording the new single and kind of finding his new fingers up because there's no one to trust his mm-hmm. little voice and he said i told my engineer i might look like a fucking idiot but bear with me armstrong said of the song's creation adding father of all felt like quote a unicorn falling out of the sky i don't know what this is i don't know how i did it but this is the direction i'm headed kind of talking about his decision to pursue this new kind of a vocal exploration right right. um but what hit me uh almost like a horn in the middle of my forehead was a unicorn falling out of the sky what is this Uh, thing about the unicorns i don't understand it i want to be so hard on these unicorns i know like why i just i just don't get it you know I wish he'd explain where it originated or something. I know. Yeah, the new Xmas for the Christmas, Xmas uh, time of year. Yeah, Christmas yeah. single we talked about last week. Right. Like the new album art for that has Santa Claus unicorn on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Unicorns on everything. It's crazy. Yeah. And by the way, that is a terrible single. Um, but no need yeah, to oh, thank focus you. on that. <laughs> yeah. Checking back in on that. Confirmed yeah, yeah. terrible. Agreed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hate to say it, but I'll admit it. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. Speaking of things that might be cringy, but also might be fucking awesome, Green Day, it was announced that they are going to be playing uh, the New Year's Rockin' Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Which... I believe on the LA stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's, the, that's, that's how it should be. They're West Coast boys. They should be bringing it in with the exactly. West Coast. Yeah. And I think they'll be sharing the bill with, uh, what is it, Dua Lipa? Is that how you say it? I think so yeah okay mm-hmm. and uh megan the stallion so i don't know i don't really know either of those at all so i don't really know what to yeah. say but well and those those are just kind of they look up to green day clearly they're they're punk acolytes oh they are There's, okay no 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 not at all oh okay <laughs> not even a little bit um <laughs> no it'll be interesting to see green day share the stage i mean it's kind of cool they'll be bringing the dose of rock the show probably needs in a weird way i feel like they're probably gonna play let me guess father of all in basket case oh yeah yeah, I hope not. I mean, I think maybe they'll mix done the rounds up. of that. Yeah, I hope so. Right? I mean, maybe. Oh, you know what? I bet they'll do. I bet they'll premiere new single? A, new, a new single. Yeah. Oh. And if they don't do be it before, really cool. then, yeah, yeah. Because come on, they're due. They're due for a new single, right? I feel like they might be. Right. Yeah. They've got. I think be. Father of All's kind of done its run its course. Yeah, I agree. I'm still enjoying it, by the way. I I listened to it a bit. And, oh, really? Uh, okay. So yeah, Spotify told me that I listened to Green Day number one this year. Well, that's not surprising in the least. I think you saw everyone was posting there. It wasn't surprising to me because like I was like, oh well, the latter like the past few months we've just been yeah. doing this podcast, all of it listening to Green Day. I think right. it kind of voided the rest of the year was mm-hmm. just how much I've been listening <laughs> the past couple months. Mm-hmm. And nothing wrong with that. That's a good year. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. so it'll be fun to see Green Day. Yep. Bringing in the new year with Green Day. I can't think of any better way to do it. Yep. Especially twenty twenty nonetheless. Money, money, twenty twenty. You know, we'll see what they play. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah, so that's that's pretty much all in uh Green News. It looks like there's gonna be more coming up. Before we get back to Foxborough Hot Tubs land though, let's stay with Green Day <laughs> for just one smidgen more. And uh I think it's time we've all been wondering. Uh, I've been oh, teasing gosh. it for quite a bit. Uh we gotta ask the question here. Yeah. Colin, yeah. did you get them yet? Okay. Okay, I did not get them yet, but I am very serious about getting them now that I know if I get them, we will all get to hear Chris put together a little ditty from American Idiot because it turns out he still has the sheet music. Oh, that's right. 
That's yeah. right. Yeah, so that's the deal. If I get them right, you will you'll put together a little ditty for us. You did. You called me out on Twitter with that. Um, mm-hmm. And and you know what? That is a deal. I will do that. If, cool. If, okay. Well, uh, now I'm instrumental I'm even, or otherwise. Yeah, I'm that much more motivated. Um, I looked at the tickets. They are pretty expensive. So I mean, would you? I'm hoping. I, I'm hoping question. to find someone to go with before I get the tickets. But if I do, then I'll go. You know, that's the plan. Okay. Well, that was you my know? question. I was, I was going. Yeah. If, you, if you should go with someone, or if you yeah. wanted to, I, is that it's next summer? I don't know what you're going to be doing if there's a summer trip. But if you wanted to come down here, I also thought about that. Oh, that could um, be fantastic. Maybe see actually. if there's options in LA because that'd be yeah. so fun for us all to go together. Yeah. But you already um, got your tickets. I'd have to. Like, we got our get, tickets. I'd already. Got I'd, I'd have to try to get tickets that are right next to you or something. You know, but, but I our tickets aren't that fantastic, so that's not unreasonable. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I we could. I just wanted you to know that you're more than well. I don't want people thinking I'm so cold hearted. I wouldn't even invite my uh, cousin. I see. To I hell see. a mega tour. So <laughs> uh, you know, I was. I, I like the idea of it happening if logistically. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It worked okay. out. Yeah, um, much appreciated, Chris. I'll. I'll yeah. uh, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. We should look into it that, you know, but that said, you really should get them yet. Yes. Um, yes. I should get them yet. <laughs> you really should get them yet because they're okay. only getting uh, less cheap. Yes. Yes. More expensive. So, yeah, we'll, we'll check in with you soon. We'll see what happens there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was Green Day, uh, self-purported Green Day fan who has still not gotten tickets to Hello Megatour. I know. Huh. I, know. I just I wonder. don't I don't have any good friends up here who like Green Day, you know? Like and it's, it gets it's a even shame. sadder. Oh it's, boy. It's it's really depressing. Oh just, geez. Yeah. I don't I don't have any friends who like Green Day, but you know I you you you, you make them anyway. Now, uh, that was Green Day land. It sure has been fun, but let's get to somewhere that's a little looser, a little livelier. That is the land of Foxborough hot tubs. This is, of course, Ruby Room, the long overdue Foxborough hot tubs podcast. And mm-hmm. today we're talking about their uh, one and kind of only album, Stop, Drop, and Roll, from 2008. Stop, Drop, and Roll! Chris. That's right. I'm sorry. Stop, drop, and roll! With three, with three, exclam- with three exclamation points. Yeah, you do not forget to roll. That's yeah. three exclamation point That's roll. That's key. That is key. Mm-hmm. Anyway. If you just stop and drop, you'll just burn on the ground. you got to stop, yeah. drop, and roll. No That's question. The, it's very important. Yeah. Facts yeah. about this album of the week. Basically, the background here, it was recorded in December 2007, released April 2008, real fast. Uh, mm-hmm. On Adeline Records, of course, that's Billy Joe's. Yeah. It was uh, produced by Chris Dugan, who you might remember from the network. He produced uh, the network's work and was a part of that side project mm-hmm. band who may or may not be, definitely is Green Day. Yeah. And this album, is, which is really cool, uh, Stop, Drop, and Roll, was recorded <laughs> while Green Day were writing their yeah. next studio album, 21st Century Breakdown. Yeah. So yeah. that to me is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting that they, I mean, that they wrote ever, that, that many songs all at once, right? And, and, and ones, in such different ones. styles. Yeah, yeah. Like this they was clearly, this album have, yeah. was their recreation. This, this to them was goofing off and relaxing after the hard work of working on 21st Century Breakdown, yeah, yeah. trying to make another rock opera. Which is funny because this is probably a better album than some of, some of their other albums. Not all of them at all, but... It's, I mean, it's, a good it's album probably itself, a better sure. album than 21st Century, to be Maybe. honest. You think so? I'm, I, I'm not certain I mean, of that. It's, I'm not certain of that. They're I close, love though. 21st Century They're Breakdown. Close. But I think it's just so funny that the byproduct of something uh, almost meant to be more therapeutic as a, a means of them yeah. kind of just rocking out and having fun in the studio ends up being kind of a more pure product. Yeah, and I think you mentioned this. Thing. I think you mentioned this maybe last episode, but something about just people having fun when they're making music usually comes across better than something that's super strictly planned out. I think you know. I think you're right. That might be it. Where, I, I, at least for the fun, the fun. It's element. more genuine. Like American Idiot was very planned like that. out, but I yeah. that's amazing. Obviously, they killed it. Yeah. But it. I'll tell you what, American Idiot it ain't as fun as this Foxborough record. Yeah. I will, this I'll this is a dance that. record. This is, is a dance record. I it's love it. It's a party. Um, yeah, it's a party yeah. lifestyle, really. You know, 
Stop, Drop, and Roll was initially mm-hmm. released as a free six-track EP on their website. And the songs themselves, it's the, it, it's kind of toted as a garage rock band, but mm-hmm. the, compositionally, they post like a very retro 1950s rock and roll feel. Yeah, it really it really harkens back to like, you know, the Beatles, the Kinks, like that that style of, of music, I think. Yeah, and, and even a little bit before that, like I'd say there's right, a lot of right. uh, like bebop, like doo-wop and type oh, uh, influence yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. And just to speak to all that Billy kind of said of, of the formation of this uh, re- project was that they love to play music and be spontaneous. And after a few late night jams and a few too many bottles of wine, <laughs> we were inspired <laughs> to record some rock and eight track recordings. Mm-hmm. And, and and I love that, that that basically that that was, I think, the conception that was the main difference between this and 21st Century was they wanted to do it old school, which were these eight-track recordings. Yeah, sort of low Much warmer. No, yeah, like not concerned about like high fidelity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, crisp studio quality, but kind of getting this more raw, yeah, garage rock feel. Right, uh, right. Which with, is funny because on, on the album artwork, it actually says it boasts new high fidelity sound, but sort of, I think, referencing old school albums, I would say that on the covers. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. The, and the whole aesthetic style is kind of parodying this, uh, yeah, th- this time of rock yeah. and roll that yeah. they're kind of yeah. uh, trying to bring back. Yeah, including their outfits and everything, too. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah, and so basically, it's, uh, speculation uh, started to peak, just like with the network, that Green Day were the Foxborough hot tubs. And Thank goodness there were no stupid theatrical games this time. Oh come I'm on! S- oh, I know. Completely. I, I I'm so glad he wasn't like, oh no, my name's Fink, and oh, this is my friend Snoo, and oh, who's Green Day? I'm so <laughs> disgraceful. He was like, BJA said the only similarity between Foxborough Hot Tubs and Green Day is that we are the same band. Mm-hmm. Although that said, I will say, even though they admitted that they're they're like you know they are the same people uh they did put together like aliases and and special stage names and everything like they did with the network and uh yeah and I, i'm fine with that okay i like it's more creating about a the, mythos the faking for it your band thing. the, the yeah. lying about who you are thing well it's like all or nothing mm-hmm. but like it, when someone's going hey you're you're this guy from the thing and you go no i'm not like that's just stupid you've already lost you know what i mean you didn't. I, mean, I don't know. I just, I just don't see it that way. But that's, that's fine. You know, you're entitled to your opinion, Chris. I, mean, I, sh- I sure am. I mean, what do you think wrong. this whole thing is? You're wrong. Oh. But, you know, that's fine. There he is with the backstab. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, Colin, I bet you can't answer this. I tell me, why is it called Foxborough Hot Tubs? Oh, you know, there was a place they used to, uh, you know, back where they when they grew up. It was a place in Hercules, California, where they would uh, sneak booze and chicks into late at night. And then <laughs> I guess most of the time, Billy Joe said it was a uh, quote unquote dude soup, which is I a hilar- that term. hilarious term. I'm going to start yeah. using that because it is applicable a lot of the time. Unfortunately, I love this. This was just and I had, I had places like this growing up where you would just mostly just sneak with your friends, mm-hmm. little hideouts. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, occasionally it would be a, a hot tub you know, or a mm-hmm. pool and, and some development, you know, I, I would sneak in and play pool in a hotel. Yeah. Like I, a actually, rec room and, I did something very similar as well. We'd always sneak into the hot tub at the, the double tree yeah. in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Yeah. And they'd give you free cookies Fun. and stuff. If you went to the front oh, desk nice. too. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, yeah. And, and same here. Most of the time it was dude soup, but like I had a great time. Yeah, exactly. It was fun nonetheless. <laughs> so I love that. And that's kind of, this is, there's some youthful fun vibes to this album. They're recalling yeah. their youth. They're writing about being reckless and, and, and you know, sneaking into hot tubs and, and trying to uh, get go steady with chicks. Yep. The physical album release came with uh, the CD and cardboard sleeve, sort of rem- reminiscent of like old school vinyl records. Um, and the CD face even resembled a, a vinyl record, which is pretty cool. So they really went the whole nine yards as far as, you know, theming everything old school. Oh, definitely. And, and the track list mm-hmm. is broken into side A and side B. Right, yeah. Which is, yeah, so, so kind of, yeah, again, once again, reminiscent of, of, of the uh, era that they're kind of trying to pretend is still existing in this world of the record. Right, oh, uh, yeah. And then the artwork, which we talked about a second ago, is very kind of uh, 70s jamming, rocking, very colorful uh, mm-hmm. of, of, of its era. 
uh, was made by Jason Chandler, who's the lead vocalist of The Frustrators, which is Mike Dern's side project. Right. Uh, right. Where he's the bassist and, and, and Jason Chandler's the lead vocalist at that. But yeah, so he, he was responsible for all the art for Foxborough Hot Tubs, the, the CDs, I think a lot of art that appeared in the videos, um, and, and they had a couple album designs. So he, he did it all, which is really cool. And that's it's amazing. so funny yeah, that he, yeah, they just know each other through uh, the side project with Mike. Yeah, that's really cool. Singles wise, this album produced uh, three singles, actually. Only one of them was uh, played to any significant degree on the radio, and that was Mother Mary. Uh, it was, the, yes. Mother Mary was a surprise hit. It was, yeah, and it hit um, number 16 on U.S. Modern Rock, number 137 in the U.K., um, and so, yeah, that was actually, you. it's possible that, that y'all have, have heard this song and just didn't quite realize it was Green Day. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, I heard it a ton back then, and once in a while, I'll still hear it on the radio. Yeah, it's surprising, um, that was and a, it's a great that song. That was a big hit. Yeah. Oh, it totally is. And it was also followed with a couple other uh, I, songs that I really enjoy as well, but they were not nearly as big, um, The Pedestrian and mm-hmm. uh, stop drop and roll oh i think those are all great singles yeah um, agreed i think people only had room for one green day side project single in their lives that's fair you know, you know and that but i but i think this yeah that those are all great yeah, um yeah. additionally the song and pardon me mother <laughs> fuck time was played live uh under the foxborough hot tubs name at a show but it was later included on the album dose which we will get to and mm-hmm. I'm sure we have thoughts on. Oh God, yeah, well, one way or another. Well, so the that. and and <laughs> unfortunately that leads us to this whole I'd say legacy trashing uh, moment where mm-hmm. the kind of the sequel to uh, Stop Drop and Roll has always been teased. Kind of they said, oh, maybe fucking the end. Once in a blue moon, Green Day would open for Friends playing as Foxborough Hot Tub. So like there was always this feel that maybe they'd come back. Right, I'd say. Right. This side project is certainly more beloved than the network. No question. Uh, and I think so, reasonably so, honestly. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's much more of Green Day's wheelhouse. And so there's a lot of goodwill for this. But uh, So people were looking forward to a sequel. But in interviews promoting Green Day's upcoming trilogy of albums at the time, they were called Uno, Dos, and Trey. You might remember them. If you don't, we will remind you of them in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. I shudder to think. I don't even want, let's not, let's just live here. Let's be here now because I don't want to be there. But they stated that the album Dose, the second in the trilogy, would have a Foxborough Hot Tubs garage kind of feel, even going so far as to call it the second Foxborough Hot Tubs album. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is considered like the sequel, the second, this is like what they did with the Foxborough Hot Tubs material, allegedly. Yeah, which kind of bothers me that. I, we can get into that later, I guess, but it seems like if it's a Foxborough t- album, then you should put it as Foxborough. That's how I feel, you know? Yeah. Anyway. And and then in October 2013, Foxborough Hot Tubs played a secret show in Oakland, mm-hmm. and they performed a majority of this album, Stop, Drop, and Roll, in several songs from Green Day's album, Dose, kind of confirming that they view the material on Dose as kind of under the Foxborough Hot Tubs banner. Right. Right. So if yeah. you're going to see Foxborough, you can expect to see things from Dose. That's what, where that material will probably go. Mm-hmm. And um, just to connect with uh, earlier, I was mentioning they had uh, stage names for this. Um, Billy Joe was uh, Reverend Strychnine Twitch, which I thought was a yeah, pretty wild so name. weird. I, know. I don't know where that came from. And then uh, I think it was Jason White, who is uh, Frosco right. Lee. Um Roscoe Lee. I like that name. I know he's got some. Power it's pretty cool, him. actually. Yeah, yeah. It is. That's bad. I was a porn star. I'd want to be Frosco Lee. Oh shit! Well, you just ruined it for me there. Oh shoot! And if you look up there, you go, "Hey, who's that guy with the nice hair? He's not in Green Day. Uh, that's Kevin Preston from the band Prima Donna." Uh, yeah, I, I've never he's, heard. Of he's that, the actually. only other member who's not of of Green Day connection mm-hmm. originally, because because Billy uh, doesn't really play guitar on this album. Right, or he yeah. might have he in main, studio, mainly sings and, and parties on the stage. He sings um, and parties on the stage. Uh, yeah. Before we get into the one by ones, I'll just say real, really quick. Of, of I, I mentioned that the network came to the Belly Up in Solana Beach, where I grew up, and uh, as did Foxborough Hot Tubs. But uh, when Colin and I saw Green Day 
in 2009, mm-hmm. uh, or I believe 2010 maybe, but it was all off the 21st Century Breakdown tour yeah, uh, in yeah. San Diego. Billy Joe uh, was telling us, the audience, that the last time he was in San Diego, he went to a place called The Belly Up uh, <laughs> with a band called the Foxborough Hot Tubs. And then he said, holy shit, I've never been so drunk in my entire life. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember that, but that is hilarious. And I, that is brain. saying something. Holy crap, the drunkest he's ever been. Yeah, and but you can kind of tell he was on a real bender this entire tour. This was his time to cut loose. Um, I think we both saw the footage from the only live performance that Foxborough gave on television mm-hmm. was on uh, Last Call with Carson Daly. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I I texted you last night, being like, dude, you've got to see this. Video. It is it hilarious. Is, it's oh my god! Yeah, people have got to check this out. It is a it is a combo. It's like a medley um, of stop, drop, and roll and Mother Mary, and yeah, yeah Billy Joe's just up there with like a big twenty four ounce can of uh, PBR, and he's like pouring it on the audience and shit, and it's hilarious. He's like pouring it into girls' mouths. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing and some then, uh, some crowd surfing. He, yeah, he does uh, some crowd surfing. He pulls the <laughs> girls onto stage with him. Uh, yeah, and then they kind of half dance. He like like hold like literally leans on them as he's singing. Yeah, and then and then and they like, got gives maracas. Them maracas. And... <laughs> it's so funny, and everyone's and clearly rest... having a great time though. So that's oh, that's it's great. This is like yeah. no one's uncomfortable. This is like yeah. in, it's in for as and there's like forties lining the amps. It's like clearly part of the presentation it's like party time yeah and i mean clearly he's trashed but he yeah. puts on such a good show he, like he it's does. an iconic yeah, performance i i, I can't it. deny yeah. i'd love to see them and, live, and the rest honestly. of the band is just like locked down solid yeah. <laughs> and you're like oh uh, this is why billy's not playing guitar on this on this tour is he just wants to he's just too drunk party. to play probably yeah yeah i like, guess what it felt like yeah um Anyway, but no, I'd recommend that video for anyone who hasn't seen it. That's like brought so many smiles to my face. Yeah, it's like I, you can hear I, me I, smiling. It's yeah. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> ridiculous. Billy Joe, oh, Rabbit no. Stationing Twitch. Um, that brings <laughs> us, I believe, we should hop into the one ones. Let's uh, do it. Yeah, <clears throat> this is, of course, let's say it together now. Stop, Stop and roll! roll from 2008. 2008. Track one here is track one, the title track. But it's without the exclamation point, so it's That's right. stop, drop, and roll. Stop, Shake drop, it. and roll. Baby, aren't you something? It's a great intro. The great there. little sexy intro there. Yeah. And a great simple little opening riff. Like, it immediately mm-hmm. tells you what you're in for. Yeah. You know? And I like the way the drums, like, slowly build up, too, as well. It's sort of fun. Yeah. This song was featured in the 2010 American comedy, Get Him to the Greek. <laughs> um, it was not on the soundtrack to the album. I know that because I actually have listened to that soundtrack because of wow. the comedy songs, because I'm a huge dork. And I didn't realize I you're, never, you're I would have uh, noticed. What's his name? Fox Russell Brand? Brand? Are you a Russell fan Russell Brand. Uh, I'm a fan of Russell Brand. Oh, the light and the way it touches the sky. It makes me think of uh, transcendentalism, you know? You know, I sort of about <laughs> fucking Katy Perry up her tits, and it made me think of the Bhutan. And I thought, no, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Oh, Russell. okay. I was going to say, that doesn't seem like you, really. But I saw that movie. Everyone saw that movie at the time. I, I didn't see that movie, actually. Oh, well, Jonah Hill, man. Oh, he's like, in like it. That's I forgot. A thing. Yeah. Jonah Hill, man. Come on. I like Jonah Hill. He's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was the, uh, I guess, third single. But not a mm-hmm. hit. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's a good one. It is. It's it's simple, but it's like catchy and rockin'. It's got yeah. some like Ramones yeah. vibes. Yeah. And I think it's a solid intro, you know? It's it's pretty straightforward and definitely gives you an idea of what the what you're in for for the rest of the album. Yeah. There's also a, a music video put out for this. Uh, honestly, it's kind of boring. It's really just the band I playing liked the video. In, in black and white. It's okay. I liked it's, it. It's, there's nothing bad about it. It's just not I, I actually liked all the videos. Did you see the Mother Mary video? I love the Mother, Mother Mary okay. video. That's well, that, my favorite get, one. That brings us to track two here. This is, this is the big hit. This is Mother Mary. Yeah. Um, deservedly so. And you can see why, yeah. It is catchy as hell all the way And through. I think it was a surprise hit. I don't think they were intending on necessarily doing more singles from the album, but this one was so big they ended up doing more. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was number 16 on the U.S. Modern Rock, which... Yeah, pretty good. That's that, not That isn't easy. 
By yeah. the way, it's like if you're the top 50 modern rock, get the fuck out of my face. Go oh go to God. hell. But oh if you can break the top 20, that's like actually really impressive. Yeah, especially you as know? a side project. That is wild. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, I, I love the, the bass line on this song. It's like super simple, but it, it feels to me sort of like it drives the song. It's got this bouncy feel to it, you know? I learned this on guitar this week just because I was enjoying it so much. Oh, I've been playing cool, it around the cool. house on acoustic guitar. That like sounds all really week. fun. I kind of want to so do that. Fun. We oh. should we should do it and we should play at a bonfire because it is. Oh, that sounds this great! Is yeah, a really fun song just to sing along to. It's very sweet yeah. too. Next time the family pressures us into uh, playing yeah. guitar at a, at a family gathering. Oh, we're breaking yeah. out some Foxborough. Yeah, the, and, and, uh, yeah, and this song is very sweet. It's written in a kind of a very traditional lo- love song. Yeah, um, yeah. With very, yeah, the fifties kind of the classic pop 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 And the lyrics are, are super sweet, I think too. If you, yeah. if you read through it, it's really cute. You know, it's sort of like a doesn't matter what happens in either of our lives, as long as we got each other, we're always going to be fine type of thing. Which is a nice vibe, you know, straightforward right. and, and cute. I read from someone that maybe Mother Mary was for Mary Jane was for marijuana. <laughs> and that's like, it's all just about like a uh, homeless guy stumbling around. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't know, be shocked by that. I'll either. fall asleep at the train station, you know, as long as I've got oh, you. Oh, like, yeah. Too much wine driving me insane. Oh, um, man. I, I like to think of it. I think it's a sweet. I don't think that's correct. I think it's a sweet love song. Yeah. And the, and the music video uh, kind of highlights the era that they're going for. Uh, it's very mm-hmm. funny. It's like an anti-pregnancy uh, PSA. It's so funny. Yeah. At the very end, it just says, teenage girls don't have sex ever. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just it's was... so funny. Yeah. And this is like kind of the, 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 and it matches the period of this style of music that we're doing. And it's, so I love that they just, they committed to this aesthetic. And I, yeah, I think that's a, it's very low budget, but I love the video. I love Trey smashing the mm-hmm. light bulbs with his drumsticks. Oh, it's, yeah. It's that was great. Badass as all hell. That's mm-hmm. like, I think, a great Latter-day Green Day video. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'll say I think this is probably my favorite song on the album. So well-chosen mm-hmm. lead single. And then someone put her name in lights and turned her into a lush. Well, up next, we have our namesake. This is, of course, Ruby Room, the long overdue Foxborough Hot Tips podcast. And this is track three, Ruby Room. Mm-hmm. Uh, it begins with some dialogue from the 1970 cult film Valley of the Dolls. Kind of cool. Yeah, interesting. Um, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, well, it is a cult film, uh, so you do have to be in a cult to get it. Uh, Fair enough. And this has a very similar beat and melody to the track Hitchin' a Ride. Mm-hmm. I saw someone, know, I kind of hear that, especially in the drums. Yeah, I heard a little bit, but it's not the type of thing I would have uh, picked up on my own, I don't think. Oh, yeah, it's not. it's not indicative of anything but the ruby room which this whole song is singing about going down to the ruby room to essentially kind of get drunk and maybe uh pick up a babe and and uh let yourself go for a bit is a local rock bar in oakland california on 14th street Mm -hmm. so this is a real place yet another yet another reference to their hometown and, and where they grew up and I, yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah. I read this, and I imagine Billy might have had a few nights there himself, like this. Oh, and yeah, I feel sure. pretty confident. I wonder if Foxborough performed there. That would have been really cool to hear them oh, play this yeah. song That'd in the Ruby awesome. Room. Mm-hmm. This description I found of the Ruby Room was: the drink of choice is Paps, the walls are painted red, and the very dim lights are red. It's a bit of a dive, and the tables definitely do get sticky. Illegal smoking is a regular occurrence. One night stands are regular at the Ruby. <laughs> I think that gives you a pretty solid image of yeah. really what this whole album's about, honestly. Definitely. Absolutely, yeah. right? Yeah. This could have been a good intro too, actually. Yeah. yeah. I love the synth kind of organ and 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 the whole drive of it. Yeah, I think this is a great song. It is. Yeah. But let's go <laughs> on over to uh, This is another song that starts with R. Track four, Red Tide. Oh boy. <laughs> Kind of a fun surfy intro, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. It again, it reminds me of uh, "Last Ride In" from, uh, I think Nimrod. It definitely uh, does. That instrumental track, yeah. Yeah, it is very similar, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's it's yeah, it's just this style. And but the important difference for me is that Billy actually sings with his beautiful falsetto on it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you look at the lyrics, it, I thought it seemed pretty clear and obvious that it's about periods, getting the period. Me. Uh, did you get this uh, as well? I, it seemed very obvious to me. And then I, I saw your note that 
people on message message boards were getting very upset. So I went to uh, song meetings, assuming that's where you had gone, and saw <laughs> saw quite a bit of that. And I was surprised. Wow. Like I, I don't know why people, people were so upset by it. People they, like did not want here. to agree. They didn't did not want to accept that it was about periods for some reason because it was gross or something. Guys, this is and I'm not even totally sure if this like where this song stands since I'm probably not the most influential feminist voice in the world. Oh um, yeah. But like, just from reading it, the lyrics for the first time, I was going, you know, this is, is this your passion or your red tide? Mm -hmm. It's essentially, a, I mean, and it's sweeter than this, but it's saying like, I love you so much. I don't know if I should take you seriously right now or not. I know, it's kind of fucked up. Which is, which is the yay old don't, don't, of course, that's wrong and don't do it. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's not right to trivialize, absolutely. That said, it, it made me laugh very much. What, this yeah. is such a clever kind of conceit for this issue what made it even funnier was that people on the message boards were like no this is about like being in a bad relationship and you know fighting with you. no you guys are gross now i yeah. can hear this song they're, Someone people they're really being reaching like, for straws there with, with those other comments it was very strange well, i don't know why they wouldn't accept it well and they're going oh now i can't listen to this song anymore thanks a lot like what like, why because it's about <laughs> are you kidding me? oh that's so gross what the hell, girl? No, it's not. It's a part of life. It's a real it's part of life. Believe yeah. you me. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on uh, totally unrelated. I just think it has a great rhythm. You know, I think something about the the drums in this is just kind of unusual. Um, yeah, I like I it a lot. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's relaxing. I could chill it and is. just vibe out to this song. You could listen mm -hmm. to it on the beach. I could also listen to it like as the nightclub is winding down. You know? Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, like on the Sunset Strip. Mm. I mean, but, you know, somewhere a little off the Sunset Strip. Let's go to Broadway, <laughs> right? I was wondering this if is... you're going to get into doing some segues here. Yeah, that wasn't very good, but I'm warming up. This is track five, Broadway. Mm -hmm. I I think it's a great, it's a, a simple riff, mm -hmm. but quite effective. It is, it is. And it's uh, sort of just about cruising around town. Drinking and driving, unfortunately, not that we condone that here, and running away from your problems in general, you know. So some very youthful, youthful vibes there. Yeah, this it has this has real LA vibes to me. This, mm -hmm. this whole album does a little bit actually, and and yeah, it, again, Green Day did not release the song DUI on Shenanigans. Uh, oh yeah, the mariachi-driven uh, song, kind of endorsing drinking and driving, you know, mm -hmm. albeit sarcastically. But this song is a little more veiled. And uh, I'd say it's a, it's a lot better. It's a lot catchier. So I, I'm going to give him yeah. a pass. I mean, I don't know about a pass, but it's a good song. Uh, yeah, it's a good song. And hey, you know what? What's sometimes that? people drink and drive, and sometimes people get their periods. And like we, everyone needs to stop freaking out. It's a part of life. Although, both, maybe we, yeah, should freak out. we should freak out about the... No, we should definitely freak out no, no, about no, the No, no, no. Look, it's natural. Thing. It's natural oh, to get your period. On. It's natural to drink and drive. Don't oh, even worry about it. Don't ever drink and drive, you piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Am I covered? Um, Am I safe now? Okay. Let's we'll see how much hate mail we get. That leads us to track oh. six here. Mm -hmm. um, I know Billy Joe likes this one. And I like this one. But don't have your expectations like set too high, okay? She's a yeah. saint, not a celebrity. Mm -hmm. That was a good one. Well, that's why the title's funny. What? The title's funny because it's like, oh, she's a saint, not a celebrity. Yeah. Like, who cares? Yeah, I don't know. This I don't have a whole very, lot to say about this one. Honestly. Very reminiscent of the Ramones. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Yeah, I did not think about that, but now that you say it, it, it makes sense. Yeah, that, the guitar, everything. Mm -hmm. But again, Billy's singing higher. I enjoy. I enjoy him using more of his range in this album. Right, right. He's not so much just belting from that. Whoa. Mm -hmm. He's more like. I woke up with a <laughs> yeah, I don't um, have a whole ton to say about the song. I, I, I don't besides either. that, I just kind of like it. I was just gonna say, like, I, I don't really have any specific thing to say, but it's good. I really enjoy the the melody in particular. I think is really catchy. And... I believe it was 2018 was when Billy last mentioned Foxborough, but he, I think, Instagram or tweeted out a photo of his uh, a screen grab of him listening to this song on his phone. Oh right! Saying, yeah, I did hear about uh, that. Rehearsal, like we're rehearsing with these guys next week. Mm -hmm. So, so I guess and, nothing and ever just came of that. He chose but... this song. I, I know. He, I, I get the sense that he enjoys this song. Why wouldn't he? It's a great. Yeah, one. it is. It is. 
and and cool maybe in the future we'll be getting some more foxborough stuff yeah uh, I, if I, I ever in, in modern times if i ever hear of a foxborough show i'm clawing my way to get there <laughs> me too honestly right? maybe more than a green day show it's probably well right, you maybe, watch that's yourself, not true. son that's hey not you true. watch yourself easy <laughs> it's close though it's close easy that wraps up side a mm-hmm. even though you know who cares uh we're not flipping the record exactly here but imagine that we were wouldn't that be something that'd be pleasant yeah yeah and that would lead lead us to side b now wouldn't it it would and the uh first track on side b here um is sally sally and and it's interesting as as we go into side b i hate to say it but i i do start to see some cracks in the foundation yeah this is I don't know. I don't have anything against this song, but it, it kind of just doesn't do anything for me personally. Um, I, I, think I don't know. I, agree. I don't know why I say that. You know, it's it's just like I've heard too much of this already. This album, and now it's starting. Mm, to grow no, see, suddenly then that that hook melody comes in, and I actually really you do like it. it. Uh, and uh, I I like that a lot. Mm, I see Billy's okay. grasp of melodies really fantastic in this album. It is, yeah. He writes yeah. really simple stuff, but it's just so catchy. Like he just perfected it. it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what am I gonna say, Colin? Uh, I don't know what. They could call him a fisherman. Why? Oh my God! I this forgot. guy's got freaking hooks. He's got hooks <laughs> coming out of his ears. <laughs> he sure does. Um, he sure does. I, I, so that was a 180 degree turn for me on Sally there. I think I, I started thinking Sally was no good, but now I think I'm going to marry that girl, Sally. She's been good to me. Well, uh, you know, shit, I respect that. Good for you. I don't think I'm going to change my opinion on this next one, though. Okay, yeah. This is Alligator Track 8. Uh, what, what do you think, Colin? Um, I mean, first of all, I think we should, we should point out that this is basically You Really Got Me um, by The Kinks. Yeah, uh, I, it's, it's it's blindingly. It's a ripoff. I think I almost think blindingly that Billy, I I don't have the quote or anything, um, but I kind of think they said something like it was based on that or something. I mean, it had freaking better be. It, the, the bummer is, you really got me is a great song. It is. It and is. and yeah. and when I am actually very forgiving of when Billy takes a uh, kink space line and makes a really cool song out of warning and right and, right. and you know I've, I've really tried to be cool over the years about all this shit but alligator <laughs> i'm sorry no this is too much because this I song i like it blows and Whoa. they didn't take they didn't take you really got me like chord progression and rhythm and make something really interesting and you like like that's fun on its own this is just yeah. i'm sorry this sucks whoa that's really extreme. I, I don't really that's know. That's extreme? Uh, yeah, that's what? extreme. I don't know you, why you do feel you like so this? strongly. I kind of do. I kind of like it, yeah. And oh I, especially God. after the yeah, alligator, like when they say that a bunch of times. And then they kind of like, the, yeah, the sound just quiets down all of a sudden. I really I like that part that. too, you know? All right. But I don't know. Okay. I'm not saying it's my favorite by any means, but it's it's a solid track, I think. I have nothing left to say. I Yeah, I think it's <laughs> despicable. The, and it's such a it's such a well, bummer it's such a bummer I, because it leads into one of my favorites mm-hmm. i think the album ends very strong i think these alligators really a sore thumb for me track nine here was uh the next single after mother mary it was it's the pedestrian yeah and this is a, yeah i think it's a great track as well it's a worthy single it's a great mm-hmm. track get out of here alligator <laughs> <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong there's a lot better than alligator but i don't think that means alligator's bad but damn, this song is so catchy, I cannot get over it. I know. And, and it re- reminds me of the, the Mother Mary sort of, like, vibe, too. The, like, bouncy. It definitely uh, does. Yeah. And great, uh, a great message. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's, people are, everyone's debating what it's about, but I think it's it's about how lame it is to, to be pedestrian and, and just waiting to die, kind of. Yeah. But it, it's, it's an understated Samaritan. Yeah, and I yeah I feel like the the overall message, at least that I I gleaned from it, was is you're sort of just accepting life's uncertainties. Like, you know, are you gonna yeah. go to the afterlife after you die? I don't know, but you know, that's just what life's about. You just don't know a lot of things. Which that's I think a is better really way of that's it, a Colin. great like message. That a that's a great message, though. You know, that's an important thing to keep in mind. Definitely, and great little strummy solo. 
great mm -hmm. catchy hook. Oh man, I forgot about this solo. It is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, jeez. This might actually be my favorite solo. I was just gonna say this might be yeah. Broadway. Actually. Anyways, that's good. That's good stuff. That's good wholesome stuff. Mm -hmm. That that cleaned my palate after that alligator bowl. Yeah. And uh, if you're the pedestrian, uh, you might be walking down Broadway, but you, then you'd probably turn down and uh, do the 27th Avenue shuffle. Nice, nice one. Thank you. Although I hope you're not doing it the way that this character is doing it here. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll try not to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that for anyone. Um, um, yeah, and that's track 10 here, 27th Avenue Shuffle. And, that, and again, another really catchy, uh, you had the word shuffles in it, and you sure could dance to this one, couldn't you? Oh, yeah, which is strange because it's talking very explicitly about suicide off the Golden Gate Bridge. Essentially. Yeah. I, I looked at a map of San Francisco for this. Oh, cool. Because he talks about walking up to the edge of the Golden Gate Bridge, and I was trying to see if 27th Avenue actually led up to the Golden Gate. Yeah. Um, so I, was, I followed it along, but it, it doesn't quite, because none of the avenue streets do, but if you were to, you would have a perfect view approaching it. Oh, okay. Interesting. So maybe this is the, this is the street you get to before the Golden Gate is falling from behind. Yeah. Maybe maybe the character is like seeing the Golden Gate and thinking about all this stuff that he wants to do or whatever. That might be it. I think that might yeah. be it. That's that's probably bad because because yeah, it's a guy who's on the street, got a kind of down in his luck, bunch of pills and booze, mm -hmm. and and clearly thinking of ending it all in a classic San Francisco, in in, in a way only a San Franciscan can. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. That's insane. Um, well, yeah. No, let's let's not talk about it. <laughs> uh, um, Later on in this track, there's an awesome, another awesome guitar solo. Yeah. And uh, it's sort of followed by a short bass lick that I think is really cool. And then a great, uh, pretty simple, but a fun little drum solo. Yeah, everyone gets a little moment to shine there. Yeah. yeah. Up next is a bit of a slower one, but uh, probably one of my favorite ones. Uh, I agree. This is I agree. The Dark Side of Night. Mm -hmm. Luke, <laughs> join me in the dark side. Of night. When I when I heard this song, I immediately first thing I was like, "Is this Riders on the Storm?" Like it sounds so, so much like Riders on the Storm. It's really weird, and just the Doors in general. I thought it has a Doors vibe, mm -hmm. but personally, I find the Doors a little insufferable. So really, I, oh, Billy man. Joe singing over something like this to me is just it's buttery. I love it. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I can listen to this now. Yeah, yeah. So is it the voice with the doors you're not a fan of? Yeah, and I th I think he's a pretentious. Oh, he is. There's no uh, bitch. That. But yeah. um, not that Billy Joe's ever been that. But um, <laughs> I I really enjoy this. At least. Yeah. This is a great kind of slow vibe, and and I don't know. It it really creates a, a atmosphere about it, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely has has a bit of a ambiance or something. I was wondering, do you know what that melodic instrument is in the back? That's sort of like a I don't know what it is. Do, do, it might be a flute. Do. Is it? it sounds yeah, great. Yeah, definitely a flute. Yeah. That's a flute. That's the Yaz flute. Yaz flute, you play now. <laughs> um, got nothing bad to say about that song. I, I really Absolutely. enjoy it. And, and, and honestly, you could say that's the whole truth. That's not the whole truth. At the end of the day, everything we're saying, it's just pieces of truth. You know? Wow. Wow. That was an excellent segue. Nice. And yeah, I closed with, with the one that actually worked. This is the mm -hmm. last track. Pieces of Truth by Foxborough Hot Dubs off of Stop, Drop, and Roll 2008. And this one's a little bit, uh, whoo, a little rockier, isn't it? Yeah, this this definitely like reminds you of the, the beginning of the track listing, I'd say. I think they kind of bring you down, they simmer you down a little bit, and, they, and then they go, hey, before we go, one this last dance. This is what dance. this is all about, yeah. And it's, it's a banger. This is a great song. I could definitely, I'm not a dancer, but I could see myself dancing in this song. Yeah. I'm not a professional dancer, but when I listen to this song, I think I could be. You know, I'm like, I could yeah. do the ballet. It's so funny that this is such a fun rocker because it's actually about a very contentious uh, relationship. If you were mm -hmm. to read the lyrics, I pulled some right here. But we did it. Yeah, you done it. What the fuck did I get myself into with you? When I piece it together, baby, I put so many holes in you. Yeah, that is that's so, pretty intense. That's more vampire talk, ain't it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We were talking last week how how stealing the image in her kiss, uh, extraordinary girl. Men can just be emotional vampires. 
That's true. To women, that is true. Uh, historically. Unfortunately, and, and yeah. I, I read these lyrics and I feel like I get those same vibes. I put so many holes in you. Mm-hmm. Like two mm-hmm. holes in her neck to suck her dry. That is, yeah, that is really dark. Or just like bullet holes is like the first thing that I thought of, which is just very simple. But I think I think the vampire yeah. thing makes more sense. I hope it's I hope it's vampires. I'd rather her be like a vampire than like a a, a bullet uh, have a bullet hole in her. That's <laughs> I'm just thinking back on many times that Green Day has referenced guns or bullet holes or stuff like that. You know, band aids uh, don't fix bullet holes. You say sorry just for shows. Man, what is that? Um, is that Taylor Swift? Goddamn right, it's Taylor Swift. Nice. <laughs> this way. You swizzle. And yeah, there's a killer sax solo in Pieces of Truth there. It is so I, cool. I, I think yeah. it's a great album ender. It kind is. of reminds you yeah. that, that uh, these guys can make you dance in your seat, rock out, and mm-hmm. uh, abandon all pretense. Yeah. Yeah. That I is... mean, that's stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> it is. It is. What a fun Lovely album. Little album. Lovely. That's uh, Foxborough Hot Tubs. You know, we'll talk about Dose when we get to Dose, you yeah. know, with this in mind. Mm-hmm. But this is truly, this is kind of as it is the only Foxborough album. So Yeah, at least for the moment. I, I still yeah. hope that maybe they'll they'll put out another. Hey, maybe New Year's Rockin' Eve, they'll debut new Foxborough Hot Tubs, oh, right? We can only hope. We can only hope. That'd be great. Yeah. Green Day cancels and it's announced Foxborough Hot Tubs will be playing instead. <laughs> That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> overall thoughts, Colin. What would you cut? What would you keep? How is it held up? Um, I'd say, first of all, it's held up great. I, I really think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we were saying earlier, like you still hear Mother Mary sometimes, which is more than you could ever expect to hope for a, a side project. And part um, of this like eight track recording, it sounds timeless. It does. Yeah. It's, they, it doesn't they sound the, like They themed it just right, I think. Yeah. Um, and as far as what I would cut, what I'd keep, rearrangements or anything um honestly i don't feel strongly about cutting anything the only one i'd i'd maybe cut is sally i think just because it doesn't Hmm. doesn't really grab me um rearrangements wise i don't think i'd rearrange anything and i'd keep everything else so yeah it's overall that's that's a pretty great album i would say it's 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 actually one of the more solid albums in the green day discography even though it technically isn't theirs uh yeah i i this stands up to me like along with warning as one that i really don't have Anything much to against. say about even though it kind of has been overlooked in many ways mm-hmm. like it, yeah. this, this this hasn't been overplayed you know like yeah. american idiot or something like that but i yeah i think it still has a certain timeless i yeah i think that's a pretty accurate assessment element for sure again i love the arrangement i love the uh sequencing i would i think it's pretty clear i would cut alligator <laughs> i yeah. think everyone has obvious. probably made their piece with that yeah uh fine. it's a piece of trash song it's a ripoff and it's it's an Jim unworthy Lord. clone uh you oh know gosh. shoot the alligator in the swamp and, and drain the swamp that's what i say oh drain the swamp um <laughs> uh, of alligators that is and alligators being foxborough hot tip songs everything else is kind of an uh, like I'd say essential mm-hmm. is essential Foxborough slash Green Day. Yeah, I, I, I've got nothing bad to say, you know, only, only to say almost maybe don't do another Foxborough album because just because the legacy of this one is so pure. Mm-hmm. I think well, maybe, unless they unless they really think they can they can nail it with a follow up. I don't know. I don't know what they think they can do or what they actually can do. But I just say this is such a nice period of uh green day history that's kind of locked off because you know at at least there is no more output right now Mm -hmm. and like with green day even if you like one album you might hate the next one there's always this sense of like it's never quite complete that's true with foxborough my fandom feels complete i feel very at peace with how much i love them and i'd like it i just you know it's it's there's safety to that i'd like it to stay that way Um, (laughs) (laughs) i could respect that yeah no i mean that that's stop drop and roll I love Stop, it. drop, and roll. Uh, <laughs> as far as any plugs, this, of course, has been Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast presents mm-hmm. Ruby Room, the long overdue Foxborough Hot Tubs podcast. We really appreciate y'all listening. We want you to download. We want you to uh, follow, like, comment, uh, review. If you can review on iTunes, um, I, I, I should have announced earlier at the top, we are getting some Hella Mega Tour tickets to give away to the top review. Uh, so, um, 
you know, if as long as you can leave a fantastic review, we will give you a pair of Hello Mega tickets. Uh, you know, maybe. Um, <laughs> listen to us on Podomatic, uh, iTunes, Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter. What's that Twitter, Colin? Uh, at Green Day Pod or Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. That's right. Twitter. You can write us mm-hmm. at redundantgreendaypod at gmail.com or check us out on YouTube, Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast for weekly clips to share uh, or just laugh your whole butt and, off again. Uh, yeah, we're looking forward to hanging with you guys next week. Yeah, we've got the holidays <laughs> coming up, so we're going to talk about our scheduling, but we're going to we're gonna get mm-hmm. something coming at you real good. I, I have a lot planned for the future. I have a cinema series where we might just watch Green Day documentaries and talk about those. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's panicked that we missed Bullet in the Bible, don't worry. Something is coming. Uh, I know Bullet in the Bible is very important to all of us, so don't think I forgot it. Okay? True, true. And uh, in conclusion, uh, thank you for listening to Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. It don't take a genius to be an idiot. It don't take a Jesus to save my soul, Chris. When it's my time, then it's my time to go. And it's our time to go. Thanks for listening. Please keep it on Redundant, the totally original Green Day podcast. See ya. Roscoe Lee.